Welcome to the Garbage Pod. One pod, one load of garbage. 29 and 28. Remanded in custody. There's something curious about this broadcast. Hello everybody and welcome to the Garbage Pods annual prediction show, which has become affectionately known as I Predict a Riot. Unfortunately, the Bull Hawk can't be with us tonight due to some other commitments, but I'm not flying solo because on the line should be beer show Jimmy Hastel, and all the way from Portugal is Paul Stoneman. How you doing, gents? Yo, I'm fine. How are you? Uh, yes, I'm very well. Thank you, Mark. Brilliant, brilliant. So how was your Christmas and New Year? You go first. It's sunny here. <laughs> 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 he had to bring that It was that nice, up. it was quiet, and um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It um, it doesn't last too long in Portugal, they're all back to work on Boxing Day, uh, so it's not stretched out too much here, but uh, yeah, it was a good Christmas, enjoyed it. What about you, Jimmy? Very quiet Christmas, unfortunately we had a loss of a family member, so that sort of put the uh, dampers on it slightly, but uh, we're starting the new year, and we're quite happy that it's freezing cold outside and we've got the heating on. <laughs> so we're all, well, you know what it's like. The weather is bitterly cold at the moment. Yeah. Well, I know I'm not going to get any sympathy, <laughs> but it is a bit chilly here in the night time. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, 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 about 12 degrees, Paul. <laughs> well, sometimes as low as nine. Goodness. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. But, uh, Positively balmy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but um, so we we do have wood burners. Well, we have a wood burner in the lounge, which is nice because it just keeps it, it comfortable. But um, uh, we're not suffering with it, not really. Right. It's uh, it's funny to see the, the the people walking around the Portuguese and they have like scarves and gloves and thick coats on. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not winter. Like this is not winter. It's just what it's is just it chilly. with the British though? I mean, our postman's walking around in shorts, and there's a light dusting of snow on the ground. Yeah, you get, seem yeah. to get that a lot with lorry drivers for some reason, as well. <laughs> Mad dogs and Englishmen, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it is crazy. Yeah, it's, it is. It is strange. I mean, any, any holiday makers that come over here this time of year, do they wear shorts? Where um, so you know that they're the holiday makers. You know the Portuguese because they've got scarves and gloves on, and uh, and, and and the expats they've just got you know a pair of jeans and a fleece. But it's it is weird, Michelle. I did notice that in the UK where people were wearing them all the year round. But uh, I was in Florida in um, a couple of years back in in November. The locals were all wearing like long trousers and had cardigans on and complaining that it had been the coldest November they've had in years. And we're walking around in shorts and t-shirts and things. It's like 25 degrees and they're complaining that it's cold. <laughs> cold, yeah, because they've got to chew their ice cream. <laughs> 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 if you're a regular listener you'll know that what we we do with these predictions is we have 10 predictions per person a mixture of all kinds of different subjects so what we're going to do we're going to start off with our first ones and read each one uh, numerically discuss them and 
it's going to be a majority ruling, isn't it? Whether it's a, a hit or a miss, basically. That's, yeah, that's it's got to be. Um, yeah, if two of us agree that it's right, then it wins. If two of us agree that it's wrong, then it doesn't win. Okay. okay. As a marking yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. I'll have to yeah. get out the um the crayon again. Yes. Yeah, you allowed them now, are you? Yeah, yeah, I've been given permission to have the crayons now. Right, okay. That's only because Adri's, oh, wow. Adri's not here, so I've, I've, I've got to, see. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we get this show on the road, then? Yeah, okay, go on. Okay. Who's going first, then? Go on, who's going to bite the bullet? Well, I, I don't mind. I'll go first, if you like. Okay, okay Paul, go on, then. <laughs> and, get it, and get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. Sunderland. We major cup that are relegated. Yeah, right. Um, well, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying well, they nearly got. They nearly did. <laughs> and they nearly won a major cup as well. I'm, I'm saying nothing. Being a Newcastle supporter. Ah, fair, <laughs> enough. fair enough. I'm saying yes. nothing because I don't understand football in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously they didn't. I take it. Uh, no. <laughs> no, uh, though they were in two, they were in two cup runs, weren't they? Yeah, that, they haven't. They haven't done too badly. Pretty yeah, they much. Got a point for turning up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, we so def- def- I, I don't suppose we do need to take a vote on that, do we? Really? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay then. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and argue my case. No. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I might not be arguing my case a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Okay. Shall I go so, next? Yes, if you wouldn't mind, Jimmy. Okay, my number one prediction for last year was a foldable tablet or phone screen, hinged or flexible. Now, is this actually commercially, or is it just something that's been invented? I am, I mean, we I'd love we to can't. say it'd be invented, but I did mean commercially. I'm going to have to take the uh, We can't say that the iPhone 6 and its bendable controversy. <laughs> if you put it in your pocket, yeah. <laughs> or if yeah. you're like that Australian kid and was the first one to get it and dropped it on the floor, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, I saw the video, right. yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, crazy, you know, absolutely crazy. Um, right, so... Um, I, I have to admit it didn't. I mean, it's. I think most of the no. companies are now playing with flexible screens, but you cannot buy one in the shops. Right. So is that a... Then, Paul, would you say? That is... I, I, would, I would say, uh, as Jimmy didn't rush in and help me with my Sunderland prediction, <laughs> I think I will have to uh, rush in and say that is a no. All right, so <laughs> we're, we're going by the um, Eurovision rule of thumb now, are we? <laughs> yes, that's a good idea. <laughs> um, our, our first one is that Spain will not win the World Cup. <laughs> Right. Spain will not win the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, the odds of that is a lot higher than <laughs> he won't win it. This is, this is one of Adri's ones, I think. I think he had a bit of sour grapes because of um, how Spain beat Holland in, in the previous World Cup. Um, yeah. And as Adri's got Dutch roots, he's, uh, yeah, he's a little bit biased. <laughs> Right, okay. Better Eurovision Song Contest rules again. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, on the 13th of June, defending champion Spain had a very bad start to the 2014 World Cup yes. uh, with a 
one defeat to the Netherlands. There you go. That's, um, That's another right. reason with Adri. In fact, it didn't get any better for them with only one win out of their three group stage games, sending them straight home. But being English, uh, can't really say much to that either. No, um, we can't criticise, can we? <laughs> <laughs> it was an embarrassment. Really, the World yes. Cup? <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, yeah. It was, some of it was uh, was best forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> there were some good games, but yeah, there were some there really were some very good games, dire yes. ones as well. Which, uh, which I did manage to watch over here, so uh, because it was on Portuguese TV, and I found that I could sync it with the um, with the radio commentary in English. Oh, right. <laughs> I, uh, I imagine so the um, I the Portuguese commentary is very similar to how the uh, the, the Spanish and the like the the, the other uh, Latin American. Yes. <laughs> It is very over enthusiastic. They don't have any conversation about it. They don't. They just. It just went uh, to some adverts and uh, some some of the highlights of the game, but no one actually spoke. All right. So okay, they don't seem to sort of pick it pick it apart half time. Just just get on with it. (laughs) Yeah, they just get on with it. That's right. Yeah. So so it was um, Spain not to win to the win World, World Cup. Cup yes. Yeah. Cuz some people were predicting that they yes. were going to do a um, a back-to-back um That's right. Yes. World Cup. Yeah. So obviously you would would have to uh, be awarded a full marks for that. I believe so. Yes. Um that, that that's a first for us. <laughs> <laughs> I can't know that because I don't even know what Spain is, let alone anything else. Yeah, <laughs> it's a country next to uh, next to Portugal. <laughs> next to they're hanging on the edge of Portugal. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crichton, what are you doing, man? Oh, sir, I'm listening to the Garbage Pod. It's a podcast I found in the podosphere. Number two. My second one was a new Star Trek series to be made for TV. Now, I don't uh, think it has, but I, I believe there's one on the cards. The, yes, there is. There is rumours. There's always rumours, isn't there? Yeah, um, I, uh, one of the um, up and coming networks that do a lot of these remakes of um, old um, television programs are uh, um, are taking it on. Apparently. Um, I think Apparently. I think it's the same network who did the remake of Beauty and the Beast. All right, okay. Um, which yeah. is a completely different fish to the original television series. Um, I don't know if you remember it. In, in the 80s, it was a, a, about a, a, a disfigured guy that lived in the sewers and um, fell in love with this woman and did a bit of crime fighting kind of thing. Um, oh, right. Uh, the new one is that um, this guy was a soldier and was he had some experimental stuff done on him by the military to make some superhuman um, soldiers and it went wrong and now he's on <laughs> now he's on the run from the military kind of thing. Oh, I see. Yes, I have <laughs> heard of the new one. I, I do remember something about the old the original one but i can't say that i've seen any of them not, yeah. you know either series the original one had linda hamilton in it from the um terminator movies all oh, right so there, there's no yeah. familiar bell ringing there is there apart from phantom of the opera ninja turtles and the hunchback of notre dame uh, yeah 
Condom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a bit tenuous because um, I was sort of hoping that they was going to make some kind of announcement off the back of the film. Um, I do believe there is a third film. In the pipeline, yeah. yeah. It's in the pipeline, like a definite they will be making another one. That depends when J.J. Abrahams uh, becomes available after the Star Wars movie and everything. Yes. Yeah. I I thought they named a director for the next Star Trek film. So it's not going to be J.J.? No. Oh, right. No, it's not. Completely different direction. It's going to be completely different. I mean, hopefully they'll... I mean... You know, it's not a spoiler, but I mean, you know, they can really do anything because they don't have to go back on the history of Star Trek, do they? No, they've they've kind of dismissed a lot of it, haven't they? Uh, yeah, well, they're kind of supposed to be in a different sort of time and they in a different sort of universe, sort of, and and so so otherwise, it's very difficult with Star Trek to actually make a film because someone's Why always going to point something at. Why do I think it's going to be called the final beginning? <laughs> the final beginning. <laughs> yeah, I could just see it. I could see those. Yeah. Well, you should put. You should have put that down as a prediction. <laughs> I had now. <laughs> because they they did make a um a Star Trek um series. I think it was there was only two or three episodes, but it was made available on YouTube, um, based around the original series. And the yes. guy who was playing Scotty, I believe, it is his son in real life. Oh, right, okay. So oh. that's quite an interesting one. Yes, I mean there are there are episodes of Star Trek based programs. Uh, in in fact, the guy who played Tuvok. Yeah, I don't know if you know these characters, but he he's in it in it. And the guy who played the captain of was it the Excelsior or something? And uh, when when Kirk uh, was killed, basically with the crossover generations, yeah, he's in it as well. Oh wow! Uh, and that's <laughs> quite popular, like you know, on as a YouTube. It's a sort of fan based type thing, but it's it's pretty good. Um, a bit like that Battlestar Galactica spin-off. Oh, the Blood uh, and Chrome. Yeah, that was yes, quite good, actually. That, it was very good, yeah. Very yeah. well made. I mean, there was only short, sort of short, uh, about 15 minutes long on, uh, on on the YouTube or whatever they posted it, and but it, it was very, very good. Because that uh, actually got released as a Blu-ray di- um, disc, so... Um, yeah, they sort of showed it all as bits, sort of short chunks. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, uh, and then I think it all they packaged it all together, sort of thing, to make it into a longer episode. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the production values on that were are really, really quite good. They were, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, well, you know, it's, I'll it's, leave it in your, uh, you know, your capable hands. I, I you know, I. Because it hasn't, hasn't actually happened, but it is possibly well, going to happen. There is people... All right, all right, then. Hands up. Who's seen it? 
Um, well, <laughs> yeah, hold on, just let just let me count. Um, I've got thirty people holding their hands up here. And um, you there. <laughs> oh, and me. That's thirty-one. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I would have to say. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I I'd have a job to argue for the half point. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, to be it's, fair, because <laughs> there's, there's not even a, a a pilot or anything been made. So there's not. No, there's not even. You know, I was hoping there was going to be something off the back of this. Perhaps it's more wishful thinking <laughs> than the prediction. <laughs> yeah, it is about time they did did something. I mean, it's been a. I don't know when was the last one. It was. Um, well, the well, Enterprise was the last TV series, and that was like in the about ten years ago, wasn't it? Something like that. Uh, yes, you must be right. Yes, I mean it was about ten years ago. It's um, uh, that was uh, be, sort of supposed to be before Kirk, um, but um, I mean I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Uh, I think he'd done three seasons, and that was it. Yeah, I, I, the only suspect thing on that is is the main baddie race of baddies in the in the in the whole thing was a a group of people called the saliban if i remember rightly yes, um, they, which yeah i thought oh that's a bit uh <laughs> yeah well it was all right at the time wasn't it, it yeah was, i mean it was fine um yeah that's yeah <laughs> in hindsight yeah <laughs> but, um, okay um so that's a no then. So, Jimmy, what was your your next one? My second one was that Sarah Ferguson, or whatever title she has at the moment, moves in with or on the estate of Prince Andrew. Now, they did start to get very pally-pally again, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, there hasn't been a positive move, although... Um, at the end of the year, both of them were clubbing together to buy a villa in some warm country, but they hadn't actually gone through with it. I think because uh, they, they knew that this other business was coming up and they thought, well, we'll better hold fire on that for a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, not saying any more about the, the other business and just leaving it at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, right. Just, yeah. Yeah, but, um, that, that's, a, that's another prediction. so So, so, i'd be happy to accept a zero on that okie dokie so our number two was john newman to win a brit award now john newman was um really up and coming um act he's really big in um 2013 and obviously the the Brit Awards are based around what they've done for the last 18 months. Now although John Newman was nominated for three Brit Awards in 2014 he failed to win all three (laughs) so he lost the Best British Single Award to Rudimental for Waiting All Night uh, the Best Male Solo Artist to David Bowie and controversially the best video award to one direction for the best song ever (laughs) (laughs) so that's a definite family fortunes 
Uh, oh, that's a shame. I always liked his song in Cars. I thought it was good. Oh, that's the other one. Oh, that's the other one. Yeah, Elvis Costello or something. That's yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. You say he was a big hit in 2013. Yeah, because I can't bring him to mind at all. You right? don't have to remember this stuff anymore, Jimmy. We've got that's no. what we got the internet for. <laughs> well, if it wasn't for the DJs, I wouldn't know who was singing anyway. It's, yeah, yeah, that's sad. That's the annoying thing, though, is a lot of the DJs they don't tell you who it was. It's like three songs in, and you're still trying to remember. Yes. What the, yeah, it's great if you've got DAB or something like that because it actually comes up on the screen what you're oh, listening I've never to. Looked, actually, yeah, yeah, Stab's <laughs> supposed to. Um, tell you doesn't it i know the bbc the uh six music it used to give you the playlists and everything so you could even look back a couple of songs and see what they what they played for the day i think actually if you go on to most of the bbc radio um stations websites um and and click on the various different shows it tells you what was played on that show so you can actually look back but then you've got to remember what part of the hour that you actually listen to it to find mm. out when it was yeah yeah that's <laughs> how, true how long before apple add a button to that you can purchase the mp3 yeah mm. well that's right because they've got um well they've got um apple well radio haven't they um which oh, we, we can't get at the moment. it's only the americans that can get it mm. and uh and apparently that's roughly what it does well, it's basically what Shazam does, actually, isn't it? If if you press the button on Shazam, it tells you what it is. It tells you where you can buy it, where where they're doing concerts or whatever, and points That's you to right. the YouTube video. Yeah, it links you to <laughs> ticket sales and, like you say, or download it. But um, and I think yeah, Spotify does the same sort of thing. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Which so is, you could go to look up an artist, and before you know it, you bought a ticket to his next gig. Three <laughs> albums are on the way by Amazon. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that, that's only if it's you too. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Aren't they good at that? Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I po- possibly have got their album somewhere. I just haven't checked. Yeah, I did. Yes, it did arrive. Yes. It was a bit of a for all, wasn't there, about... about them giving you free music i think i can't see it's for free what is the problem yeah what is the argument (laughs) if if you don't like it throw it away i never got it it came up that it was available for download but i've got the uh option on the iphone not to download everything i buy because if i buy an ipad app if you've got that option it will download it onto your iphone as well and you might not want it on there I do the same with the music. If I did buy anything or do buy anything, I don't want it to automatically download. That's all you had to do. <laughs> I've, I've noticed uh, when you buy physical music from uh, Amazon, I know a lot of people probably don't know what physical music is these days, you know, an actual CD. <laughs> yeah. you, you actually get sent the digital copy as well. They they put it on in your Amazon uh, account, so you can actually put it on yes. your yeah, digital I, devices. I found that. They I sent believe. me an email. I, I bought a CD a couple of years ago, and they sent me an email going, here's all your tracks. Went, yeah. I've got the CD, thanks. That's <laughs> right. I think the Pink Floyd album, people were getting the digital one, obviously, before before the CD come through to post, because the CD's obviously got to be posted to you, because mm. as soon as it was released, people were, were able to get, get hold of it on their, um, you know, as a digital download. That's it. Uh, so it seems a strange... Because, I mean, if you wanted to 
either it as a digital copy to put on your phone or whatever. It's it's quite easy enough to to transfer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I um, I'm not sure why they're doing it. I suppose it's because they can do it. I don't know. <laughs> it well, the thing them. is, it takes so long to get a CD out of the box, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it does. I mean, you've you got to right. press your thumb in the middle and flex the disc, and then you've got to open the drawer, the computer. Yes. And, you know, and you drop it and you think, well, it'd be quicker to download it than pick up the disc. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly <laughs> right. Because I've tried to get the CDs into my iPhone and they just don't go in, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's a zero as well, then. Uh, yes. Mm. Do we need to recap on the scores just in case? Oh, we've got one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. that's, that's the whole length of the sentence required. You've got one. Okay, then. No, uh, we have <laughs> You're listening to The Garbage Pod. Where your input is our output. Number three. Okay, then. So number three is announcement that there are plans to make a film based on the Silmarillion. On the what? The Silmarillion, which is um, is basically a, a Tolkien. Uh, it's Tolkien's notes, you know, J.R. Oh, right. Tolkien. Who, it was ba- it's, it's sort of almost the, in the beginning of... Middle Earth, you know, the beginning of yeah. of, of existence. Now, uh, I've, I've heard some r- rumblings about that. Well, um, I've, well, yes, it was. It, <laughs> my prediction was was squashed uh, about three or four days ago because they uh, apparently the Silmarillion's rights are still held by Christopher Tolkien, his grandson. Um, would it be his grandson or his great-grandson? Anyway, they still hold the rights to it and they're not prepared to release it. So um, so there will be no way that a film will be made. Because I know Peter Jackson wanted to um, delve deeper into uh, the folklore. Mm. I think it was on the... I think, it, you know, that's why I sort of kind of made that, that prediction because um, with the success of Tolkien's films or films based on Tolkien's work, uh, the Silmarillion would be the next and only step, really. Yeah. And, um, but apparently the rights to it are still held by, by the uh, family. By the family. Yeah. Because apparently Tolkien sold all the rights to Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, and that's why they can do what they do. Unless they get some writers in and make something based around... Mm. I mean, it may happen one day, but it's it's obviously got to be negotiated because apparently the Tolkien family don't get much out of this at all. Really? Blimey. Yeah, because he sold all the rights. So you you, know. You'd have thought out of respect they would have given him a, a, a quite a big chunk. I, 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 I think, I'm not sure, but I think there is some sort of remuneration, but uh, nothing like would have been if, if they'd had the rights to it. Wow. I also think that we're, we're on the cusp of something new. We've had a lot of these Middle-earth films. We've had a lot of superhero films. I think something else is going to come along now, some new genre or rehash genre. So there's going to be quite a gap before we go back around in this full circle again. Yeah, the thing is, these superhero movies, I don't know if you've, you've seen it, that um, now that DC have started making uh, or got a lot of... Um, movies they're making as well between now and the 2020 
there are 19 superhero films coming yeah. out. <laughs> yes, what are they right. going to do? Desperate Dan eats cow pie. They've been running um, out of heroes. Well, you um, may trust guess, me, but... there are a lot <laughs> of superheroes that you've probably never heard of. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people. Well, there's there's Ant Man coming out, isn't there? which I was looking forward to until Edgar Wright gave up the director's chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. Re- there's a lot of people that hadn't heard of Guardians of the Galaxy, um, which was a superb film, absolutely brilliant film. Yeah, nobody had heard of the comic, um, but now the comic is very popular. <laughs> well, that's right. Yes, it's there's a lot of um, a lot of the comic genre that that people don't know about unless you're into comics. Yeah. But then, of course, there's so many films that have been made that are just based on on on, um, on comics. Yeah, you know, not just the superhero ones. In the 1990s, there was this thing of making films based around video games. Yeah, and then you had that mm. Super mm. Mario Brothers with Bob Hoskins. <laughs> oh dear, yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's luckily a film I've never seen. <laughs> yeah, uh, wide berth this end as well. I think. <laughs> yeah, you you only have to have to look at a poster or whatever and go, mm, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Sorry, yeah, with that exactly. one. Yeah, he could get away with the Invisible Rabbit, but playing Mario, no. Actually, yeah, Roger Rabbit was actually a very clever film. Yes, it was. It was. Yes, time, I think. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that was enjoyable. I must admit, that was very good. But. Uh, um, well, that's, um, I can't even argue this point, not a half point or even a quarter point. No. Yeah, not even a hobbit-sized point. <laughs> no, no, you can't, because the ink's already dried and I've put zero down for you. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> don't, look, don't look for me for support in the future, Jimmy. No, I'm just saying. wait till you come over. I'll, I'll still <laughs> buy you a beer. Oh, I don't. Well, that's okay then. <laughs> I, I seem, to, <laughs> seem to recall that coming up last time, someone, oh, people did buying <laughs> beers yes. were... Yes, unlike the unlike the pint of beer, which hasn't. <laughs> yes, that hasn't actually. No, no, we had coffee last time. Oh we no, we had a, we had a, a sniff of a very strong ale. I seem to oh, remember. We did. Yes, I take yes. it all back. I take yes. it all back. Yes, that was. Yes, it was rather nice beer, as I remember. Mm. Mm. Anyway, right. <laughs> anyway, yes. moving on. My third was that W. H. Smith would cease trading blaming um, digital books and music. Hmm. See, the thing is, W.H. Smith, I don't know how they keep going. No, nor do I. Because no, neither do I. No, oh. and I'm not going to mock you too much here, Jimmy. Because <laughs> I will, otherwise I might feel the wrath of your... <laughs> uh, a bit later, so... Um, yeah, you but... won't get mentioned in the next book. <laughs> no i mean to be honest with you um i agree with you how they've survived i do not know there's a lot of companies that um are just just about hanging on mm, out yes. there at the moment and yet they bought out sussex stationers yes i think they did actually they did. Um, because um, we had a Sussex station as in Bognor Regis, as 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 I think you've got one or had one in Worthing. Um, we did have one. They were bought out, as you say, and, and disappeared. It was, and W H Smith took them over. Yeah, that's closed the shops. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they took them over. So in the high street in Bognor Regis, they had a big W H Smith, and they also had 
the uh, Sussex Station is. But apparently the large WH Smith has closed. Oh. And they've moved in to Sussex Stationers. So one of their stores has closed, but they have moved into there. And and I'll stop there, and I just want that thought to keep you to keep that thought <laughs> in your mind. And on next year's list, yeah. Well, not perhaps you don't have to wait that long. Really? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yes, I can't support you on a vote for this, Jerry. Not no, not no, no. It, it hasn't worked. I mean, it should have. Any yeah. company that sells books, and newspapers, and music, other than that, they only sell pens and paper. Yeah, and all yeah. the magazines. Uh, uh, they? They're all available price on the well. iPads and uh, yes, other tablets are available because they've but, got their yeah. own. Haven't W. H. Smith got their own um, e-book thing? Uh, well, I the, think the, they have. The, yes. the Kobo or something. They've got they an interest, have. and I figured it's a Kobo, yes. Yeah. The trouble is that the Kindle is, is just, you know, it's it's just sort of got there before them, hasn't it? It's, it's again, yeah. first in, isn't it? This is what I thought it about is. that other music chain that went down that used to sell CDs. If they'd have gone over where instead you could go into the shop with your MP3 player and yeah. buy your music by just plugging it in and downloading it, that shop would still be going. Yeah. A lot smaller, it'd be the size of a telephone box, but... Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because a lot of people just go to these stores to actually just look at the stuff, and then just go and find a bit of internet, and then download right. it. So find it that's, cheaper, yeah. that's actually probably what happened with the likes of Comet. To be honest with you, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. people go in there to have a look at your TV or whatever, and then go online and buy it cheaper. That's, yeah, that's the one. right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you can actually buy apps where you scan the barcode, and it will tell you where that you can buy it. The, the cheapest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's, yeah. It's not good. Our third one is Nokia to release an Android phone. In 2014, Nokia did actually release an Android-based smartphone, the Nokia X. It uses an operating system that is a modified version of Android Jelly Bean and works uh. similar uh, in a similar way to what Amazon does with its Kinder Fire line. Nokia is effectively taking an open so- the open source elements of Android and then bolting it onto its own services, a Windows Phone-like user interface with its own version of the Android App Store. The downside is that the Nokia X doesn't actually have access to Google Play Store or Google-specific <laughs> oh. apps like Gmail, Chrome, and Maps, etc. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. Dear. That's, yeah. um, mm. But it was Chocolate, commercially, uh, commercially available. It was commercially available. Comes to mind, really. Yes, it um, does. But it was it was only available until the big takeover from um, Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft now own Nokia. They do, don't they? Oh. Yeah. They do, they do some fantastic moves, Microsoft, don't they? Buying Nokia out, yeah. Because <laughs> so they the, were in trouble, weren't they, Nokia? Um, yeah, that's it. Um, could, only because they had a really crap operating system on their phones. Yeah. They had the, uh, yeah. the Symbian uh, operating system, which it kept falling over at uh, just a gust of wind or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, if, if Nokia had gone to uh, using an Android-based system at the start of when they were doing smartphones, they probably would be in a better shape than they are now. I think they would be, yeah. They would be um, sort of like Samsung, wouldn't they, or someone like that? They would, cause, I think cause, they would have yeah. knocked Samsung out of the water. 
Well, they knew they they did know about phones. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they were. I think they were. Well, they were the top seller of phones. They certainly aren't now, but uh, they were. Yeah. So these, again, these, it's like um, Jimmy said, isn't it? It's the first one in. I mean, it's sort of it's all between Android and and Apple. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else, not these, really. These um, Nokia Lumia phones that you see advertised on the TV, mm-hmm. um, they are now going to be rebranded as Microsoft Lumias. Right. So. I don't know if that actually helps their corner a great deal. No, I don't know if that was good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> but the yeah. thing is now, I mean, as you say, there's only really two rivals. There's um, the Android system and Apple system. So basically, to sell an Android system, it's going to be how the phone looks and operates, because otherwise they all, they're all going to be identical. Yeah. yeah. I don't know well, if they, you... They use the Android, don't they? But they put a skin on it, don't they, a lot yeah. of these kind of phones? Well, basically, yeah, it's just the operating system, and then you can do what you want with it after that. There was this um, kind of like a DIY Android phone that you could get. It was a base model, but if you wanted a certain type of camera on the back, you can just take the old one off, put a new one on, um, and change anything around on it. So it's actually completely customised. But I don't know what actually happened to that. I thought it was a brilliant idea, and then it just disappeared. (laughs) Yeah, because it is a good idea. I mean, it's a bit like, you know, buying a basic car and then, yes, I want air conditioning or and I want this and I want that and I don't want that bit. And it, is, it was a good idea, but as you say. But <laughs> any, any phone you buy, there are always aspects of the phone that you don't like. Um, yeah. So that if you could take those aspects off and put other ones on that you do like, yeah. you've got the perfect phone. <laughs> well, well, in I theory, that's right, yeah. I had a Samsung Galaxy XS3 for about three months before I got rid of it because at the end of the day, it wanted to do nine or ten updates and the battery was flat. Right. See, that's where they, um, with the S4, they um, remedied that by making a better battery on it. But even so, that was pretty bad. But my um, Nokia S4 is looking a bit like a brick at the moment because I've got (laughs) an extra duty battery heavy duty battery in it and it looks massive yeah um and i mean if, if if microsoft are taking over have taken over nokia i mean it'll be updating every every five minutes so and probably <laughs> uh, their, uh, probably falling over systems. even more often uh, yeah yeah, having to reboot it all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, which um, which it still does. I mean, the, the Windows will just reboot when you're halfway through something. Mm. You know, <laughs> you know, you just ah uh, dear. Uh, so. so, what do we think, gents? It, it, you you scored a point in my book on that. Because it, it well, did. yes. I mean, it's. Um, yeah, I mean, although it was a sort of um, a bit of a failure, really, yeah. but it did happen. Yeah. Mm. So we can't, I mean, we could be very paninicky, I suppose, but uh, but how pickety, you know. But no, I, I think I agree with Jimmy there, yeah. Yeah, that, that just pushes you in the lead to nil. Yes, <laughs> that's right, yes. But we got penalties later. Oh, we, oh good. <laughs> yeah. We lose at those as well, if I seem to recall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to try and beat him in extra time. <laughs> we just yeah. beat him up at half time. Even better. <laughs> that's, yeah, so that's back to the old 70s football. 
Yeah, the, the England Scotland games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumpers for goalposts. Had yeah, had a fight. Pull, had a fight. Yeah. Pulled up the goalpost and went home. Yeah, um, yeah. The fight was interrupted by a football match. Yeah. <laughs> a man's a simpleton. Is it Mark Taylor? What a hug! Don't encourage him. Yes, Mark Taylor. Number four. Now, number four. I got a no vote is returned in the Scottish independence referendum. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh. <laughs> one. <laughs> oh. Someone's making a comeback. Sit back and feel quite smug. Ah, smug mode. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was a 50-50, I guess, but... Uh... I can't say anything to that other than, yes, you're perfectly right. It was a it was a strange few months whilst that was going on, wasn't it? It was. I did look at that prediction a few times and thought, oh, you know, it's not as it's not as clear cut, but because um, yeah, everyone yeah. was trying to predict how it was going to be if it went the other way. Yeah. I mean, it's like oh yes, because Scotland have got all our nuclear weapons, mm. <laughs> and I was like, ah, hmm, yeah, they could get their it. own back here. Yeah, it could turn nasty. <laughs> Yeah, but in the last sort of few weeks, we were more bothered about what the Union Jack's going to look like. I don't think it looks too bad with green instead of the blue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it looks vegetarian. Because uh, cause I, I was thinking that the Welsh were le- feeling a bit left out because there wasn't really anything of the Welsh flag on there. So have the green for the... Or well, stick a dragon on the front. Because the Northern Ireland flag has got something in the middle of the um, the George is, Cross, is hasn't it? it? A bullet hole? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it could be a bit different with a dragon across the... Uh, actually, uh, we can't, because St. George, he killed the dragon. That probably wouldn't be political correct, would it? Yeah. Uh, in, that that in, well-known Englishman, St. George, you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the Greek fellow. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Greek, Greek fellow. <laughs> Most people don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit like in the Garden City here. The, the place was founded by a guy who was a Quaker. Guy called Ebenezer Howard, and uh, they tried to open a pub called Ebenezer's until they realised that he wouldn't have approved of a pub being named after him being a Quaker. <laughs> being a Quaker, no. <laughs> no. It didn't quite work. Oh, bless. that must have been the council. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jimmy, then, yeah? yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Number four. I predicted a disaster with a Boeing Dreamliner 787 with the possible loss of life because they had a reputation of these new airplanes of the batteries bursting into flames, I believe. Yeah. On the tailplane, yeah. Yeah. Mm. The tail, yeah. Now, there was quite a few disasters happened with planes over the last few months. Yeah, it was the same airline. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But no, there was a couple of incidents, wasn't there, but there was no loss of... Loss of life. No loss of life, no endangerment to life. Um, no. They find out their problems. So, um, yeah, I've not heard was... anything since. Yeah, that's a non-event. So, um... of all the planes you could have gone for. <laughs> I know, yeah. Well, I could, yeah. Yes. No, he was right. I mean, it's, I can see why. It, it, there was a possibility of it, something happening. Mm. Yeah, there was. it was an odds-on favourite for a mechanical problem rather than any other influence on the aircraft. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so not the sort of thing you want to catch fire. 
when you're 33,000 feet up. I mean, no. Uh, well, anything to catch fire when you're um, well, you're right. Yes, that's true. Talk, but, um, well, yeah. well, I was uh, it was when I was going over to the states again. Um, we <laughs> we were on one of the planes that have got the um, the touch screens in the back of the seats, so you can choose what you want to watch and all that kind of thing. And my friend who I was travelling with is is a bit heavy with his fingers, <laughs> and uh, he said to me, "Can you smell burning?" And I went. Yeah, I think it's coming from your touchscreen, Dave. So um, we <laughs> called the stewardess over, and she said, uh, yeah, I think we better turn the entertainment system off. So it was like nine and a half hours flying over to Florida with no entertainment system. Oh, that's not comfortable, no. Uh, <laughs> no. The, only, the only entertainment you could have created was to point out to everyone who actually caused this problem. I, 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 <laughs> gathering by some of the looks, I think they knew. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I expect the bloke in front was glad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, his head being bashed forward every time. Yeah, yeah kept kept calling the cabin crew. Can I have some par- paracetamol, please? <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. got this pounding headache. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I um, flew with Norwegian Airways, and they give you free Wi-Fi. Oh wow! Oh. And it works. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it works, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's quite amazing. So you so, uh, sat there watching YouTube or whatever, and <laughs> well, yeah, they had well, they had their own sort of entertainment that you could use. Um, and funny enough, when we got to Gatwick, I'd had a missed call from Phil Clark. On Skype. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at it. I thought, I've got a missed call here, and it's yeah, it was. So he he called. Well, I was 30,000 feet in the air. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, a bit busy at the moment, Phil, because the yeah. pilot's dead, and I'm learning how to do this on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, yeah, just yeah. watching YouTube I've, how I've, to fly a plane. I've got this book in front of me called uh, Flying an Airliner by, for Dummies. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so that's, unfortunately... Mm, or fortunately, whichever way you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our number four is a UKIP comment. Oh, <laughs> Sparks a yeah, nas- think... national protest and or a riot. Right, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's not a case of a comment. I think there's been several when I was researching into this to have something to say about it on on the show, um, I just put in "you kept comment protest" and it came up with pages of stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, I mean, oh, um, it just seems that you kept can't do anything without causing offence, and obviously the the biggest one of of the year was that you uh, kept councillor um, David Sylvester stating that. God had sent the storms which battered Britain uh, in 2014 because David brilliant. Cameron allowed gay marriage to be legalised. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, it just seems to attract the people that don't make it into screaming Lord Such's party, doesn't it? it, it all the eccentrics. <laughs> That's it. I mean, yeah. uh, an, another classic one that I, I came across and I had to add it into the show was there was protesters, Neil, Neil and Christine Hamilton, Open a new UKIP headquarters in Bournemouth. Um, now you might not think there's anything special about opening the UKIP um, headquarters in Bournemouth. It's just the fact that the place that they decided to have it was 
a a beauty and massage parlor, formerly a beauty <laughs> and massage parlor called uh, the Rose Beauty and Massage Parlor, and it was yeah. closed down in 2013 for offering sexual services. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so UKIP were giving a little extra there, were they? <laughs> yes, yeah. they definitely were. Yeah, yeah. they don't like you say they just don't can't even appear on the TV without it turning into some sort of protest. Well, yes. he he can't appear on TV without having a pint in his hand. I've noticed that <laughs> much. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, um, I mean, I don't think they've gone for the riot yet, but um, no. they're getting near. I mean, <laughs> well, they they per- certainly got public. Um, oh, definitely protests. They've been in the pa- yeah. I mean, at least once a week. There's a UKIP mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's uh, another one here. Um, HIV positive activist dumped half a ton of manure outside a UKIP office on World AIDS Day, saying, "What goes around comes around." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and that, yet they're still sort of getting some sort of popularity, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. What kind of people are voting for them? That's the thing. Well, it's a well, protest vote, isn't it? I mean, we're not wholeheartedly after them, but we do like to protest to get the other parties to think, oh, we know we're not really doing what we should be doing. That's looking after the people. That's it. Yeah. See, the problem is their their only uh, main strong point is immigration, and that is it. They mm, haven't got yes. anything else. That's right, yeah. And even that, they can't, well, it's kind of going back on a certain amount of this, you know, that they don't want to stop all immigration, just, you know people that's not not got jobs but well when it comes down to at the end of the day it doesn't matter who you vote for the government always get in um (laughs) yeah that is true yeah at the end of the day some people say that it's not actually the government that are pulling the strings so (laughs) well that's right yeah it's it's, it's the the bankers and and such like that are actually pulling the strings it is the money it's the economy yeah You've got to have the buddy. I mean, you've got to you've got to have them people on your side, haven't you? Yeah. Otherwise, you've got nothing, really. Well, un- unpopular decisions are made because it keeps the country afloat. Simple as that, isn't it? Well, mm. have, have you noticed that um, some of these weird and wonder- wonderful things that uh, come up usually come around to hide something else that they want to push under the carpet yes that's mm. it things are sneaked in or covered up or glossed over yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we yeah. need to cover this up could you go and have an affair with a horse because that'll cover <laughs> up the problem. we could go in and vote on something else yeah it's always the uh, sacrificial lamb isn't it mm. oh yeah that, definitely that appears there you go yeah. have a knighthood and you're on your way i, I think to the likes of these well quite a small percentage of the population mostly only about 20 percent are kind of have their fingers on the pulse have the money have everything i don't think they really care who gets in government because they know at the end of the day they they run it yeah they're needed whatever so (laughs) you know and if you haven't got money i mean they're all promising things i must admit i don't follow as much as i used to but they, they they forever promise well they promise everything don't they and uh, and we can all do that until you get into power, and then they suddenly, well, actually, yeah, we did say that, but really, we can't do that because if we do that, it'll cause this. And <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you, you've only got to look at um, Clegg, really. Yeah, I mean, you've only got to look at yeah. him. Just look <laughs> at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's, he's got absolutely know. no say in anything. <laughs> no, he's a mouse, no. isn't he? 
But I, I wonder, I wonder if you, if, if the UK will ever have an overall majority government or party in government now, because it's so difficult to define the difference between these parties. Mm. Um, well, when, like, you know, you, I mean, when, um, when, uh, Tony Blair's Labour got in, it was like they were saying, um, new Labour, old Tory. So. Yeah, well, that that's right. And I mean, you know, David Cameron, he could really be the leader of the Labour Party. Well, any, anybody <laughs> could be. You wouldn't like think, no, he's not. He comes from a working class. He's not your Harold Wilson, is he? No. And your Ted Heaths and all them sort of people where you, you, you knew where they come from and they're where their background come from. But um, you, you, nowadays, it's just a job. You, you, just, you've got to kind of feel sorry for Ed Miliband a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's he right, just, yeah. He's just an, an unfortunate person, really. Yeah. yeah. Both the Milibands are a little bit, um, yeah. It's, it's very difficult, because it? it's all publicity-based. <laughs> it's, you know, you know, when you you think that the whole of who gets voted in could rest on what the sun says, <laughs> we just as well all just pack up and go home, then you just as well just forget it, you know. It's no point, is there? It's, it's like, when, when, if it's down to things like that, when they've got journalists or so-called journalists writing for the Sun, yeah. like Katie Hopkins. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so the score is what now? Then we. What do we think on that? I, one? I would award you a point because well, they were yeah. newspaper worthy on so many occasions. Yeah, I think if it had just been one, I mean, we might have sort of thought, well, but I mean, it was just, they caused so many sort of protests, didn't they? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that they brought the country to their knee, its knees, but there were a lot of protests. I mean, there's even an official, um, there's even an official UKIP counteraction group, uh, right. officially launched in 2014 called Stand Up to UKIP. Oh, for goodness. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they say there's no such thing as bad publicity. So, oh, mm. Mm. so yes, so I think we have to uh, concede the point there. Yes, yeah. unfortunately. But unfortunately, <laughs> yes. Not to be too controversial, but... Uh, <laughs> We're getting back next year. Oh, well, that's right. Adrian and I sat down and we learned our lesson from last year. <laughs> Laura LaRue here. Whenever I'm in the potosphere, there's only one place to be. The Garbage Pod. Hello there, Garbage Podophiles. Gareth Jones from Gareth Jones on Speed here. My name is Dr. Ryan Kobrick, and I'm the executive director of the Yuri's Night Global Executive Team. Rock the Podosphere and rock the planet. My name is Kate Arkless Gray, but many people know me as Space Kate. Hey, Mark. Uh, welcome to NASA Edge. Yeah, it's good to be on the Garbage Pod. This, this, this is the Garbage, garbage pod. 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 Number five. Right, well, I've got for number five, Bank of England raise interest rates. There was no interest rate not, raise not, at all, was Not it? one, no. It froze for a while, didn't it? And then... Yeah. <coughs> didn't it drop a half or a quarter of a percent or something? Well, I don't think it's actually changed uh, for, a couple, for a couple of years now, is it? I, I don't think so. I think it was the same when we came to Portugal. That's what it is today. But it just seemed that 
there was a chance of it going up. There was because then this guy from Canada is now the head of Bank of England, and he yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, and he said like that there would be certain things would make the interest rate rise, but so far they haven't done it. Um, and I think is I think, and um, I mean. Actually, that would have been a good prediction to put it on for next to this year because, because with the general election looming, yes, they'll do whatever <laughs> they can, won't they? Yeah, I know that the government now haven't got control over it because if the government was still in control of it, obviously they wouldn't raise anything. But um, I think they will start to perhaps creep up a bit. I don't know. I don't know now. <laughs> I'm not so sure. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think that's zero points. <laughs> yeah, that is, yes, sadly, yeah. but yeah. Well, Bank of England's error. They should have put them up. <laughs> <laughs> you, tell them, you tell them, yeah. Yeah. No, send, send them an email tomorrow. Oh, well, it's too late now, isn't it? <laughs> well, say, so, you know, will you cost me a point? You know, it's... <laughs> well, that's true, yes. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm not going to open a savings account with them. Oh, you can't, can you? <laughs> so I suppose it's down to me now. It is indeed. Okay, I predicted that one country will leave or be removed from the EU. Now, that was pretty close to call at some point. <sighs> that was very close. And, and I still, and, still think yes. it might happen very soon. Well, um, this new guy's got him in who's, who's, um, who's going to reverse the whole thing, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> Uh, he's anti-austerity. Oh, that's right. Yes, this would be interesting. It will be, yeah. Mm. Um, and he reckons he's going to negotiate with the creditors and such, the debit, the people that they owe money to. And, yeah, I think it's another case of what we was just saying, where you can promise the world, but once you get into power, you might find it's a little difficult. Well, you see, with these these elections that they've been having over Europe, where you know just Spain are pushing in one direction and um, yeah. Greece have gone to the far left, and uh, you know who knows what could happen there. That they could even pull out of Europe. Well, this is it, and they, they, I mean, it is a good it is a good prediction. I must admit, I did think about it quite a lot myself, but um, because they, they never really know. Or still don't know what would happen if someone pulls out. Well, we don't. We all want to watch. Isn't that what's all behind it? We just <laughs> want to see what happens. <laughs> well, I but should so, we yeah. follow? Who's going to be the first to leave the party and start the um, the deluge? People like the will, effect, will, will panic. Yeah. They will sure. panic if, if, even if it's a small country. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, they, they, that was it. Do they still owe the money? And so it was going on, you know. Well, they do owe the money, but they could say, well, well, we're not going to pay it. We can't pay it. So that's that. They would well, go back talk- to their own currency, you know. Well, we kind, yeah. of, we kind of had a thing going there, didn't we, where Cameron was saying to Europe, we, we're not paying the interest on this. Uh, that's right, yes. Huh. Yeah, what happened to that? I think they did pay it, didn't they? Didn't well, they halved it or something. I think they yeah, half the amount that they wanted from us or something. Because he was making a big stand about it, but there were other politicians saying, well, yeah, but we do owe the money. You know, we've got to pay it. It, it, it. We knew about it. And they were saying that, that the country didn't know about it. Well, wasn't it a case that we were paying a, a higher percentage than uh, Germany, for example? Yeah, there was something. Apparently, it, it varies, doesn't it? Apparently, like that's the way it works. I, I don't know. I don't know exactly how they work it all out, but uh, there were times when the UK paid a lot less than other countries. Oh, that's fair enough, then, yeah. I think it, um, yeah, I, I think they can pay it in two lots, can't they, or something? I don't know. 
Oh, can we pay by instalments? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. And, and then you end up paying more than the original loan in the first place. That's all right. <laughs> by the time you've got it, it's out of date. Yeah, yep. they, they stick it through Wonga, don't they? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 673%, yeah. 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 <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, cool. Dear, oh dear. Yeah, so, alas, it's, uh, it's no point there, I'm afraid. It's no point. <laughs> but it was so close. It was so close. It was so very close. Indeed. Now, our number five was that um, Depeche Mode were going to perform at Glastonbury. Right. Um, During 2013 and early 2014, there was a lot of rumours circulating about whether Depeche Mode would headline one of the stages. However, none of the rumours came to anything. Um, (laughs) Headlining 2014, there was a band called Arcade Fire on the Friday night, Metallica on the Saturday night, and Kasabian on the Sunday night. But for for many years, more unusual acts to the festival scene have taken to the pyramid stage for the Sunday afternoon slot, which is a, a prime slot at uh, on, on the pyramid stage, uh, with artists like Tony Bennett and Shirley Bassey. In 2014... It was no exception um, because they had Dolly Parton, uh, who who famously played Yakety Sax, the the Benny Hill theme tune, on a saxophone <gasps> during her performance. Bloody hell! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! So that's where the oldies go to die. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the pyramid yeah. stage at Glastonbury. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But why yeah. Depeche Mode? All the groups that were around from that particular period, why why them? Um, because they've got a very big cult following. Uh, it's they're a, strangely a huge band. They weren't one of the big boys like your your Whams and your Duran Durans and all that mm-hmm. kind of lot. But because they made a big comp- comeback, didn't they, Duran Duran? Yeah, they're still touring as well. Oh, are um, they? Yeah, yeah. And the other one that made a comeback because they weren't talking to each other for ages was uh, Spandau Ballet. Oh yeah. Ah, yeah. Um because yeah. there was a bit of a um a bit of an argument over royalties uh on um you know writing war- royalties and yes. things. Mm. Uh, bit like the Lennon McCartney kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's, it it sort of astounds me that um I mean when I was young into music, I mean you kind of frowned upon your parents uh, the group sort well the, the music they liked. Yeah. And so you got a bit older too, and then you could appreciate some of it. But I mean, it just, there's so much music. And yeah, they, all the young generation seem to like the old groups. Yeah, it is really, really strange. You listen to any teenagers now, and I can guarantee you they'll know the words to at least one Beatles track. It don't seem, you know, because really the Beatles should should be a distant memory yeah. for them. A sign of getting old is when you hear groups that I used to listen to, like Black Sabbath and Nazareth, and they're mm. on Radio 2. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's true, yes. Because yeah, I remember a time, right. um, Radio 2 used to be a station that um, the only time I used to hear it was when I was having my hair cut at the barbers, and, and it was like uh, <laughs> easy listening crooners and, and stuff like that on there. That's it, middle yeah. of the road, yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. It, <laughs> yeah. It, it is strange. I mean, um, is it The Who, isn't it? You know, where it, it, some of them, they're actually sort of playing. I think, I don't know if they're on tour, but they've done a couple of gigs. Yeah. And one of the lyrics is, you know, I hope I die before, before I get old. old. Yeah. Because they're singing so when they, they were young. 
We're going to get to the state we're going to, and here's Mick Jagger with his latest song, and after that, we're going to have the Archers. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the Rolling the Stones with their new song, I Can't Get No Sonatogen. That's so very good. <laughs> Round of applause. Oh, uh, yes, very good. Yes. <laughs> You're not getting a point for that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. All yeah. right. So that was a zero for me on that one. Blimey. Yeah, so I think that was a zero round, that one, wasn't it? Yeah. Completely. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get any better. <laughs> <laughs> well, not for me, anyway. I might be able to argue a, a, a bit of a point later on. Spanhead Productions are a small independent sound recording company based in rural Hertfordshire. We specialise in creating content for all your podcasting needs, whether it be field recordings, fox pops, or capturing the atmosphere during social events. Editing is a very time-consuming job, so Spanhead Productions are on hand to take away some of the burden for you. Just advise us on how you'd like your content to sound, and we will do the rest. We can even help you design and manage a website for your podcast too. Visit us now, spanheadproductions.com. Weebly.com. That's spamheadproductions.weebly.com. So at the halfway point of the proceedings, the Garbage Pod lead with three correctly guessed predictions, followed by Paul Stoneman with one, and Beer Show Jimmy holding up the rear with zero. Join us again soon for the second part of I Predict a Riot 2014 as we reveal our final five predictions. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of The Garbage Pod. Be sure to visit www.thegarbagepod.weebly.com for the show notes for this or any other episode. Just look for the relevant tab in the menu. While you're on the website, why not have a nose about? You can find out a little bit more about me and the rest of the crew and find out what's going on in the podosphere by reading the blog and much, much more. Let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to garbagepod at virginmedia.com Because your input is our output. Or you can use the social media icons at the top of the website, which include Twitter and Facebook. If you would like to subscribe to any of our podcasts, you can do so via iTunes, the RSS feed, TuneIn and Stitcher On Demand Radio. Don't forget to review us and give us a five-star rating. You can also listen to rebroadcasts of our shows on the 1800 Online Network at www.1800online.weebly.com. If you like what we're doing here, then why not buy us a pint by clicking on the donate button on any of the podcast pages, the blog or the video vault. And don't forget to spread the word about us. Thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you all again soon. The Garbage Pod is a Spamhead production.